good morning again to everyone. Uh, uh, we are visiting uh, the trolls, and uh, Sister Julie uh, mentioned that the uh, pastor uh, said I could teach Sunday school. And then while we were having some uh, snacks, uh, they called and <laughs> said, Pastor, smash his hand. <laughs> and this, Sister Julie asked, uh, uh, could you preach tomorrow morning? <laughs> As preachers, we were told to be ready. <laughs> to, uh, I work as an assistant to an American uh, missionary, as I mentioned in Sunday school, uh, missionary Mel Brown, a BIMI missionary who arrived in the Philippines in 1980. So uh, I worked for him as a staff after I graduated Bible Institute of 1985 to 1986. And in 1986, he offered uh, uh, me to be an assistant pastor from 86 to 87. And then he went on furlough in 1987 and said, uh, you prepare. Uh, when I come back, I want to nationalize the work. I said, uh, won't you get an American uh, missionary again? No, I want to nationalize the work. So in 1987, I started pastoring La Loma Baptist Church, which is, uh, he started. Uh, Pastor Mel Brown now is in Alabama. Uh, he's not yet retired. He produces DVDs to give to uh, pastors and missionaries uh, around the world who, who wants it. And uh, the DVD uh, has the Bible Institute and uh, messages that any pastor and missionary could use. And he, he also preaches in other countries if, if he is invited. He's already uh, uh, eight, 86 years old. And uh, from here, from, from Illinois, we will be going to Birmingham and visit him. So pray for us as we travel. And then from Birmingham, we will go to uh, Los Angeles uh, to visit my uh, uh, my wife's uh, relatives, and then we'll go home on May 31st. And uh, some people are asking, why, why go back now? Uh, Philippines is locked up. Eh? Uh, but I said, that that's, that's the leading of the Lord. You, you cannot explain to anybody about God's leading who does not know God. <laughs> uh, May 31 is a memorial day. So it's a memorial day for us that God is bringing us back to the Philippines. We were supposed to go back last year uh, for the church anniversary, and I had to uh, marry my son in September last year, but Philippines was locked up. So uh, we stayed with my sister in Seattle uh, for one year. Uh, so I told my son, who was getting married in September last year, I could not go home, but we still wanted to get married. Okay, so we prepared the Zoom yeah, I was in my room, the other pastor was in the Philippines, and there were three Zoom accounts, U.S., Australia, and Canada, all together while I married my son in the room. <laughs> and of course, during the dedication, uh, since uh, it's a youngest son, I, I cried. <laughs> I cried, and I just passed it all to the other pastor to continue with the wedding. So uh, uh, God has been uh, so good to us while we were there in, in Seattle, and uh, uh, the one handling the work is my eldest son, who is also a graduate of the Bible Institute. And I, I told him uh, uh, we would contact one another through, through Zoom. And uh, so far, uh, the church is uh, intact and doing okay. And uh, uh, one of the miracles that we see uh, during last year with this uh, problem, all areas of giving, general fund, missions, and building all went up, even though the people were not coming to church. So God still provides for his work. So we thank God for that. Okay, so I'd like you to open your Bibles in uh, 
uh, Romans chapter 15. In Romans chapter 15, I'm going to read the first three verses, starting in verse 1. We then that are strong ought to bear the infirmities of the weak, and not to please ourselves. Let every one of us please his neighbor for his good to edification. For even Christ himself pleased not himself, but as it is written, the reproaches of them that reproach thee fell on me. Okay, let's pray. Uh, Father, we thank you for this day. And Father, these are your people and what they need that you uh, uh, provide through your word. Uh, take hold of me as I now preach your word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. There will always be some who will be strong and weak among uh, believers. We must be thinking of edifying others according as the Bible says in verse 2. That we, for the good of edification. And this was the example of the Lord Jesus Christ, as mentioned in verse 3. For even Christ pleased not himself. Three times the word laboring was used in the New Testament. The word is used to feel fatigue, to work hard, to labor, to toil, to be wearied, to minister. It was first used in Acts chapter 20. Acts chapter 20. In helping the weak. Acts 20.35 I have showed you all things how that so laboring you ought to support the weak. And to remember the words of the Lord Jesus how he said it is more blessed to give than to receive. Secondly the word was used in Colossians 4.12 in praying. Colossians 4.12 Epaphras, who is one of you, a servant of Christ, saluteth you, always laboring fervently for you in prayers, that ye may stand perfect and complete in all the will of God. And the third time that it was used is not to be blamed for being irresponsible, that we ought to labor. First Thessalonians 2.9. 1 Thessalonians 2.9. For ye remember, brethren, our labor and travail for laboring night and day, because we would not be chargeable unto any of you. We preach unto you the gospel of God. So three times that word laboring was used in the New Testament. It takes work to encourage others. The word encourage was used in the Old Testament, but not in the New Testament. Uh, The word is used to cease, to be strong, to be courageous, to cure, to help. Uh, it was used uh, in accepting a leadership role in Deuteronomy chapter 1, verse 38. Deuteronomy chapter 1, verse 38. But Joshua, the son of Nun, who standeth before thee, he shall go in thither, Encourage him. So God was telling Moses to encourage Joshua, for he shall cause Israel to inherit it. And in the second time, it was used in a negative way uh, to encourage someone to do evil. Psalm 64, 5. Psalm 64. In verse 5, they encouraged themselves in an evil 
matter. So, as believers encourage others, there are others who encourage to do evil. So they commune or blame snares privily, they say, who shall see them? So the word that was used in courage in the Old Testament was used as exhorting in the New Testament, no? in Acts 14.22. Acts 14. Confirming the souls of the disciples and exhorting them to continue in the faith, and that we must through much tribulation enter into the kingdom of God. So I would like to mention about the, how we can labor to encourage others. First of all, we must work hard to help other believers in their role in God's ministry. Each one of us has a role that God has given, and each one has a part on how to encourage others to do their role. During Nehemiah's time, while they were building the wall, they encouraged one another while they were going through much tribulation. And every one of us, as a believer, has a part in the body of Christ. When I got saved in 1982, as a new believer, I, I saw this uh, American uh, missionary. Pastor Brown arrived in 1980, 1980. I arrived in 1982. So being new to what is called missions... I was just uh, watching him, this American uh, missionary, of what his work is. And when I got saved, there, there's, there's something that, that spoke to you, the, the, the Holy Spirit spoke to you, uh, you help him. So I came from the mission field. So my role as a believer is to help this missionary. But I didn't know the, 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 the God's future. Uh, so my role was, uh, how, how could I help so the, the church, uh, it, as, as a mission field while renting, they were folding chairs. If you see those uh, wooden folding chairs. So I, I saw that, and I said, I could help in this. So I started uh, helping after the service. I started helping uh, setting those folding chairs. Uh, one young people said, don't do that. Why not? Oh, we have somebody. There's a caretaker that we are paying for. So I told him, do I need to be paid to help in God's work? I want to help. So I didn't mind him, so I started uh, uh, folding the chairs. And then uh, Pastor Brown, uh, he, he saw me and said, uh, uh, do, do you want to help? In, uh, yes, Pastor. Uh, is there anything uh, I can help here? So that body uh, folding chairs. And do you know how to drive? Yes, I, I know how to drive. Uh, the church would get a church vehicle. Would you want to drive that to fetch people? I said, yes, I would like to do that. So I started driving, uh, uh, picking up uh, people. I think you call this bus ministry. There is a jeepney ministry. <laughs> jeepney ministry, they call it. So I, I, I was the driver. And I felt during that time, I could die any time. This is what I will do for the Lord the rest of my life. Just driving, uh, and I was happy about that. And then uh, later on, uh, Mrs. Brown asked, uh, uh, do, you, "Do you want to help in the nursery?" And in our high school days, nursery is you plant the lettuce, cabbages. The nursery is where you put set aside the plants. I said, "I'd love to do that." Okay, so you you go upstairs to the second floor and tell the the one who handles the nursery that you want to help. 
So I was thinking, second floor, nursery is on the ground floor <laughs> where the soil is. So maybe they have some uh, soil there. So I went up and they showed me a room and here was a, a bunch full of kids running around, <laughs> climbing the walls. Maybe that's why I, I lost my hair. No. <laughs> no, no. So after the, the service, I told Miss Brown, uh, uh, I, I don't think that's where God wants me. I, uh, the next time you put me there, I might die. So that's, that's not for me. I'll just do the driving uh, for the church. So I, I, I would ask, uh, uh, my role was to help them. And he told me, uh, uh, someday this, this work ought to be uh, uh, nationalized, that the, the Filipinos will be the one uh, running the work. So my, my thing was just uh, to, to help him uh, in whatever way I can, not knowing that later on I would work for him as a staff, as an assistant, and then later on he, he passed on the work. And the, uh, the most important thing he mentioned when he passed on the work, okay, remember this, uh, this ought to change. You are used to, here we are as American missionaries, we ask God for help for the mission work. And your people are asking Americans for help. That ought to change. You go to God also. So we ask God, you ask God. And that, that's difficult because uh, in, in our situation, when, when we see the American missionaries, we see dollar. You know, jing, jing. <laughs> there were some who would ask, could you bring me to America? So... They need to see that if the work is here and where God wants them, they work where God wants them. Okay? So, so it, it was hard on my part because at the time, I was 25 years old. And uh, among our culture, you do not usually follow someone younger than you. And among the congregation, uh, they were uh, above 50s and uh, uh, businessmen. So the challenge for the transition was, was great. So I told Pastor Brown, you, you ought to get somebody who's older. No, but I want to nationalize the work. Okay, so uh, by God's grace, uh, the, the work continued on. So I told them, uh, our missionary, then Pastor Brown, is being supported uh, from America and other uh, countries. But from this time, the church will be the one supporting the pastor. It's not because I want the money. This is how it's set up, that uh, uh, the pastor will be supported by the church. Uh, so uh, the, the transition of teaching them about giving. And uh, to some preachers or pastors who know when you teach giving, they, they think, people, you're evil. People would look at you at, and say, uh, uh, why, why would he teach that? I said, uh, I, I just followed my pastor. He, he's, uh, as he said, he's a newspaper boy. He just delivers the message. And I tell you what the Bible says. So there was a transition. And then uh, God blessed, and the church got the property. They were able to build the building. Uh, it shows uh, God could provide, even though uh, 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 in the mission field. So after the nine years... Uh, there was a, a, a church in, like uh, Brother Darrell mentioned, in the province. Uh, I think suburbs, she called it suburbs. And uh, uh, Pastor Aska, could you ask somebody to take over the work? 
So we asked three pastors to pray for it. The first, the first week, he said, no, God is not leading. The second, no, God is not leading. The third, God is not leading. So I told Pastor Brown, uh, nobody wants to take the work. And I talked to my wife and I said, why don't we go to, to, to the next church? So Mrs. Mrs. Brown, uh, uh, when uh, Pastor Brown asked, why you? Because the, the work was already uh, nationalized. Eh? And Mrs. Brown said, why not? And he said, uh, he's been used to the city. Now, let's see, he'll go to the province. He said, God provides in the city. And now, let's see if God will provide for him in the, in the province or the suburbs. So when we arrived there, I told the people, uh, the God of America is the God of the Philippines, and the God of the province is the God here. The same. He will provide anywhere you go. And surely enough, God provided. The church was able to support us also, had the Bible Institute, and they were able to buy property. So, uh, if you ask God, they said that to ask, and then he will give through his work. And uh, so, my role then was the transition from the missionary teaching our people on how to trust God to provide for their need. So, uh, and, and that was uh, working hard <laughs> uh, to, to, to be an encouragement to him, because during that time, 1982, he was ready to give up the work. He was so discouraged. Uh, uh, problems in the church. So during that time, the Far Eastern director was Dan Sisk before Brother Harris. Uh, so Dan Sisk, uh, they were talking. Since I was an assistant, he always had me in, in the conversation among uh, uh, the American missionaries. So he, he told him, uh, why, why don't you uh, give it a year and uh, see uh, how God would work out? And that was the time we came in. And so during that time, I was, I was uh, uh, that excited to help this missionary. So with the Jeepney ministry, we were bringing in people, and he got excited because uh, there's new people coming in. And uh, so he, he did not give up the work. He continued on. So every time we would see one another, imagine if I had given up in 1982. This, this work. Right now, there are over... 80 uh, pastors and missionaries that came out of the Bible Institute. In 2018, we visited Filipino missionaries in Bali, Indonesia, East Timor, India, and Thailand. If had given up the work, these missionaries would not be going out. So, as I see that role uh, to help him, and it, 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 work, it, it needs hard work to encourage others to do with the Ministry that God gave them. Uh, secondly, it is a sign of mature spiritual attitude of encouraging others to do what God wants them to do. Second uh, Corinthians twelve. Second Corinthians twelve. For Second Corinthians twelve fourteen. Behold, the third time I am ready to come to you, and I will not be burdensome to you. So Paul was mentioning he didn't want to be a burden to the other believers, to the Corinthian believers, the Ephesian believers, especially in the uh, Philippi when uh, they supported him. So uh, to Paul, uh, uh, 
He didn't want to be a, a burden to them. Uh, and, and as a believer, we, we, we want to, to be of help. And uh, uh, we, we, we teach the people on how to follow up uh, new believers and uh, be a friend to them. Uh, it shows a mature spiritual uh, attitude. Uh, instead of uh, me being taken care of, then it's time for me to take care of, of others. And thirdly, to help others do the will of God in their life. Uh, each one has a different way that God wants for us. Uh, not everybody is called to be a pastor or a missionary. Uh, I, I used to say, I may not know how to, to make a cabinet, but I can help give you the hammer, the nail, the boards. I can be a help of what you need. I may not know some of the skills, but I can help in some way. So with that kind of thinking, uh, they, they, they will do what God wants for them, and I can be of help. Uh, there was an American missionary I met. He had what he called the Barnabas Ministry. See, the one who uh, introduced the Apostle Paul to the group of believers was Barnabas. And he was not that known. The one that uh, came into the Apostle Paul to continue on was uh, Ananias. And we only read about Ananias in Acts 9. No more else. But he was the one who said, you go there, there's a, a, a soul there a praying, and you tell them uh, what I want to do with his life. So, uh, the secondary part uh, that people would not know, and yet God would use for those who He wants to use in His ministry, and that's that's what my my, my feeling is uh, to to help uh, other uh, pastors and uh, missionaries. And Sister Julie, she was she was a missionary in the different provinces. We would visit them and uh, help them in whatever way we can. So. Uh, uh, to help others do the will of God in their life. My purpose in life is to obey God, what God wants me to be, and to glorify Him. Acts twenty six sixteen. Acts twenty six sixteen. But rise, stand upon thy feet, for I have appeared unto thee for this purpose, to make thee a minister and a witness both of these things which thou hast seen, and of those things in the which I will appear unto thee. So God wants believers to do good works for his glory. Uh, there will be times that uh, uh, there, there was a, a, a persecution or uh, misunderstanding. Uh, I know about those because I work with a missionary. And uh, uh, being side by side with him. Uh, I, I would know some of the struggles he had, uh, especially in 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 his uh, background. Uh, although we would not tell the others about it, but uh, I knew about those uh, those uh, personal struggles that he had. And after I I worked as an assistant, and then he passed on the work. He he made me a a co uh, leader. In, in the group of the Filipino missionaries so that we could help them. So some would not understand him and uh, he would receive some uh, criticism. So uh, 
for me, uh, if I help him, they would think I will, I will be like him. <laughs> uh, you're, you're supporting him. And uh, they would just say, because he's an American. No, not because he's an American. He's my pastor. And he's my leader. It's not the color. I said, uh, he, he, he works for God. And I ought to support him. So I was in between, in between the two different cultures. So to encourage, uh, it takes a work. Uh, you labor to help somebody. And uh, usually you'll also be the one to be criticized. So uh, uh, as we go back to Romans uh, 15, in Romans 15, In verse 3, for even Christ uh, pleased not himself, but as it is written, the reproaches of them that reproach thee uh, fell on me. I pray that uh, uh, with the different ministries that God would open up after this uh, uh, crisis, uh, new ministries of encouraging others to go on with serving the Lord. And with this, it was an opportunity to help one another. Let's pray. Our Father, again, uh, thank you for this opportunity, uh, even at this time, that uh, you would continue to use us and bring glory to the Lord Jesus Christ.